welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the theme parks. Today, we have a wonderful guest from the podcast. This is the KG Life. Today, we have Kristen. Hi, Kristen. How are you today? Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat. I am so excited to have you on Um, at the time of this recording. We just recorded for your show. And what did we talk about? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We talked about the Disney College program and Morgan's experience. So you're going to have to go check it out and listen to her story. I that was so fun and it was we did talk you have a lot of exclusive stuff you want um, the tea come check it out the, want the tea if you want to know who train guy is and DCP yeah. <laughs> guy is definitely go to her show oh my gosh but it was so great reminiscing and chatting Disney with you and so I'm so yeah. glad to have you on my show yeah love um, it I love but- being able to swap and chat with other folks that have podcasts especially in the Disney realm it's just so fun to see how everybody runs their shows and share all sorts of stories it's been so so fun yes oh my goodness and you are just so organized with your show and I, I I definitely liked being on the receiving questions and, and for a change it's really nice and almost like yeah. a vacation because we're so used to you know keeping the conversation going and stuff but we had such a great time and you made Agreed. me think of so many other things to talk about. I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this, and this. So hopefully they give you some good inspiration of other stories you can share on your own podcast too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but before we get started to getting to know you a little bit more, um, would you like to share with us exactly what your podcast name is and also a teaser of your most magical moment? Yes, absolutely. So I'm the host of Living the KG Life, which is what we call a a pixie dust filled podcast. And we talk about all things magic, pixie dust and Disney. And we have a range of different segments. So everything from sharing magic to backstage magic, which is what we just did with Morgan. And we have things like creating magic where we have different Disney inspired or themed shop and business owners come on and tell their stories about why they started their shop and what they create. And it's really just a great podcast to listen to to kind of get that little bit of Disney magic into your day or your week. We have new episodes out every Monday and it's been a really, really fun, oh man, almost year and a half. We launched at the end of August, 2021. So it's been uh, been a wild ride so far. Come check it out. Oh my gosh. And I was listening to your Creating Magic with Factory 55. I know they were a a different name prior. So I was like, I had to look up what the name was. But it was so cool, your deep dive interview with them and how they quit their job because Mm -hmm. their business was so successful. I was like, Oh my goodness, that that is a scary gamble to take, but they did it. And so Yeah. And I think that's something that's so important for people to hear. One of the things that I was thinking about when starting the podcast was everybody does Disney differently. Everybody loves Disney for different reasons. And same thing with the business owners, is they all either created it for a different reason or they provide different things. So I wanted everyone to be able to hear from those people directly. What are they passionate about? What are they excited about? And why did they create their business? Because I think it just puts a little bit more of that human element to the shop. And it's not just, you know, someone who makes shirts or makes ears or makes home decor. You actually get to meet Dana and Philip or Brooke or Shelby and all these other great, amazing people that we've had on the show that get to kind of tell their stories. So it's been a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. And it, like you said, it's so great to just 
you know, put faces to names and know the personality and like who you're supporting, you know, yeah. Disney does come out with a lot of merchandise, but I will always say there's even specifically ears. There's so much love and detail that goes oh, into yeah. a handmade ears from a small shop versus a mass produced one at Disney, just even going you know, not to be pessimistic or anything or negative, but just even going to Disney and seeing just the puckering on the edges of the ears and how oh, it's yeah. not filled out all the way or, you know, you just even from the same design, it could be very, varied quality. And so, you know, you're, you're getting a lot, not only you're supporting a small shop, but you're also like, there's so much love that gets put into it. So I was I just going to say, you do that. <laughs> yeah, like a labor of love for a lot of these people and they do it because they love it and they love their customers and they love the whole experience overall. Definitely, definitely. So definitely go check out her yeah. show, especially after listening to this episode. But um, what is your magical moment that you're going to share with us today? A little teaser for everybody. A little teaser. I will say it is from 2019 and it was a family trip. And it was with a character meet and greet experience that we had. And I'm probably going to cry telling the story. So that's the teaser. Ooh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> a good, I, I, good, happy tearjerker story. I will say that you are not the first person to tear up on the show. I have definitely teared up a quite, quite a few times just hearing other people's stories. So absolutely, I cannot wait. But um, before we get into that, let's get to know you a little bit more. And yeah. why do you love theme parks? Great question. So I've been going to theme parks, but specifically Disney World since 95. So like coming up on 30 years, which makes me feel real old. But just having so many memories as a kid in the theme parks, we started going, like I said, in 95. Our, I think, second trip as a family was we went down for Pop Warner Cheering. And we went Ooh. down around – we were talking earlier about our birthdays are in December and the national competition was in December every year. So we had a few years that we would go down for this competition. And we just said – had so many incredible memories throughout the years with Pop Warner Chair. And we used to compete on the Indiana Jones stage at, at the <gasps> time, MGM Studios, which was so cool. Yeah. So before what? ESPN Worldwide of Sports was created, we used to compete on the Indiana Jones stage. And that's a, such a good facility to do that in because it's oh, so yeah. much seating. There's a lot of room that probably put out the mats that you guys do your performances on. I don't know the technical terms, but yep. oh, that, that was it. so perfect. Just move yeah, that boulder was... wall and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you don't get squished, you know. Exactly, Pick up exactly. a couple tips, but even like, for example, in 1996, a few of our teams went and one of the other teams from our city actually won the national competition. And we were just talking about it the other day with some some of the other uh, girls that were on the team. And I was like, I that's like core memory for me. I was like, I remember being at the back of those like those bleachers in the back, and they won, and like the whole place erupted. Like it was just incredible. So. We have some amazing like sports type memories, so many incredible family memories in Disney World. And then just going as an adult, I've loved it so, so much. And I've gone even more as an adult than I did as a kid. And then now having the podcast, I'm a big run Disney runner. So I go down there for that a lot. So I feel like definitely over the last, say, 10 years, I feel like I've become even bigger into the theme parks than from when I was a kid. I love that. And, you know, you hear that like TikTok, Instagram reels sound of 
I am an adult. I have access to adult money and I yeah. spend it on childish things or something. I get to make my just... own decisions. Yes, yes. I, I, I love it when, you know, we love our experiences so much that we choose to go down on our own with our friends. And, you know, it doesn't have, you know, when people say Disney's for babies, it's like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And let me, let the- us take you. 100%. And I think the other one that's always funny to me, so I'm from just outside the Boston area and everyone's like, you're going back to Disney. Weren't you just there? And I'm like, I've been so many times at this point in my life, but every trip is different. And whether it's, you know, the reason that you're going or who you're going with or how long you're going for, it's always different. I've still probably never been on every single attraction. I've never, I haven't eaten at every single restaurant. I haven't experienced everything that you possibly can. And I've been going for 30 years or almost 30 years. Like it's just crazy how it's always evolving. There's always new things. There's always new places to try and things to do that I don't think I'll ever get sick of going down. I love that. I love that. And then, like you said, haven't done every single thing. I'm right there with you. I was living 20 minutes away from both of the parks in the United States at one point or another in my life. And I still haven't done everything. And, you know, some things I'm saving for later on in life. But yeah. um, I usually ask this question for another time. But what would be something surprised or what would be something that people would be surprised to know that you haven't done yet or haven't tried or something? Ooh. That's a really good question. Thank you. I would say something that people might be surprised by, I don't know if it's not necessarily that I haven't tried yet, but that I've very recently tried was churros. <laughs> oh, I know. my. That's the but reaction I get every time. <laughs> but you're a Disney World person. You typically go to Disney World. Disneyland yeah. has the better churros. Let me just tell you that That's- little hint. That's what I've been told and I'm doing my first Disneyland trip in January when I actually go for the run Disney races because I got in in January. <laughs> when you said it, I got so excited. I choked <laughs> on my <laughs> my tongue or something. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Okay, well, we're definitely going to need yes. you to come back on after your run Disney and first Disneyland trip. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I will say you, tell you this. From someone who grew up going to Disney World and then moved over to Disneyland and there is just something so special about Disneyland that you can't can't find at Disney World. So when you go and you experience it, let me know if you can feel that sense of aura. Don't know if it's Walt uh, Parker. But you'll have I to can't wait. Us. I am so excited because aside from just parks, I have been a Disney fan my entire life. And I know we were talking briefly about graphic design. I was, you know, grew up drawing and I love love, love, love all things art and animation. So like really my love of Disney really stems all the way back to that as a little kid learning to draw, watching the movies on TV. And I used to, when we would go to the library, you know, pick out a book. I always would pick the learn to draw books. And my parents were like, okay, well, let's maybe try like a different book. Get something that you're going to read. (laughs) And I was like, no, I like this one. And that was just like always what I was drawn to. So I used to love to do, you know, book reports on Walt Disney as a kid. So I feel like when I go, it's going to be a very emotional trip for a lot of reasons, even to just like walk through the gates or like walk down Main Street USA knowing that like Walt was there, I feel like is going to be, I'm going to cry a lot. I know it for sure. Oh, yes. Um, Just brace yourself. The castle is a lot smaller, but you can actually go in it without a crazy dining reservation. So I can't wait to see it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Please, please come back and tell us all about yeah. that trip when you go on. Definitely. Um, 
I was going to ask you another question, but I forgot that one. Um, But my very next question is yeah. what, not necessarily your favorite character, but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to? Ooh, take that's a really time. good one. Thank you. It's it's tough, so take your time. That is a tough one. Similarly, I grew up loving Ariel, so I was born in the end of 85. So like when I was like prime in the Disney age, Ariel was my girl. But in thinking about even like all the way to today, I actually feel like I really identify with Joy from Inside Out. Ooh. I have a vendetta against Joy. Oh, no. Because I, I don't think she treats sadness. She's kind of an asshole to sadness. And I don't – you're not like that. Wait, <laughs> we need to find a better – okay. Well, what yes, qualities about but, Joy do you like? Okay. So I think – I think Defend part her. of it – Yes, I'm ready. So I actually got to meet Joy on my first Disney cruise, which was also this past January, which was so fun. They actually had like a core memory that you could hold and do a photo with, which was so fun. But what I really loved about Joy and kind of like her whole story in Inside Out was that she always is looking for the joy in things and always trying to highlight or make sure everybody's having a good time. And I feel like as you and I were talking about being a Sagittarius, being an extrovert, I'm a middle child. So like all of the things, I feel like I'm like, everyone, let's get along. Let's have a good time. Let's have fun. And I think it's so important when Joy has the realization that it doesn't have to be happy and joyful all the time. You actually need sadness to feel joy. You actually need all those other emotions to feel joy. So I think that's a really important just like message to have. So I really love the movie Inside Out in general. But I feel like I really align with her in terms of like you can always find happiness in things. You can always choose joy and find those things. But you also need to acknowledge and to your point like appreciate and respect all those other emotions that that you feel as a person too I love that I think you described that so perfectly so your joy at the end of inside out yes perfect we'll, we'll okay. make that specific joy at the Spec- end of the movie. <laughs> I love that for you awesome all right here's a tough one if okay. you could go on any retired Disney ride whether you've already previously been on it or not what ride would it be Ooh. A retired ride. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's too soon to say Splash Mountain at Disney World, so we won't do that. <laughs> too soon. It's too fresh. The wound's fresh. Yes. <laughs> I feel like maybe, and I feel like this is probably going to be um, a hot take for people, but I think Ooh. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Magic Kingdom. Ooh, I think a lot of people would agree with you. Yes. Maybe because it's been so it. long. Winnie the Pooh replaced that, right? Right, because that Easter egg is in. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Where, like, Did Mr. You... Toad is handing, I think it's Owl, I think he hands Owl, like, the deed to the ride. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. That one's been, I think, yes. long enough that I would do that. Whereas, like, some of the other ones that have been retired, so, like, Alien and Kauna, we had a whole conversation about this over on my podcast, which that oh. ride scarred me for life, and I would never go on it ever again. <laughs> I've never done it. I've only done Whoa. the Stitch one. So, like, was it that bad? Morgan, it was horrible. I don't even know whose idea it was to put it in Magic Kingdom. It was awful. So it was, <laughs> like, I honestly never even did Stitch because I was so traumatized from Alien Encounter. You're like, the ghost of the alien is still yeah. in there. <laughs> that thing's still going to break out. It's going to jump on my shoulders and breathe on my neck. No. Oh, my No, goodness. thank you. 
<laughs> so that would also be so, one that I would definitely not go on as a retired ride. Perfect. You're like, that can stay dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So that the retired Disney ride would be Mr. Toads. And when you go to yeah. Disneyland, you can go on Mr. Toads again. Yeah. I'm excited. And, and end up in hell. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> It's we a all warmer down there than the rest yeah. of the ride. Right? <laughs> I love that ride. It's so just obnoxious and just yeah. charming. I love it. All right. My last question is, what yeah. attraction would you be devastated if they demolished it during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable, though. Ooh, that's another really good one. So I love Space Mountain, but like girlfriend needs a glow up girlfriend needs some updates <laughs> to be she, fair she just got a little paint job a little um uh what is it power washing on the outside yeah. <laughs> that's about it i think especially in comparison to like cosmic rewind which feels like a new version of space mountain it's just so smooth and so nice yes. that i would be sad of space mountain closed but i think on a newer ride i would be so sad if rise of the resistance was shut down because If I could ride one thing for the rest of my life, I think it would be Rise of the Resistance because Mm -hmm. just from top to bottom, start to finish, the ride is incredible. Like I was saying this to my brother, I don't think I will ever forget the first time I went on that ride because I remember getting off and I was like, holy shit, like what just happened? (laughs) There was just so much to it and like every turn, every I don't want to spoil anything if anybody hasn't been on it yet, but like every new part of the experience was like, oh my God, oh my God. And it just kept getting better. <laughs> and I feel like I haven't had an ex- like a real experience like that in Disney World in a really long time. So I feel like that really set in as an adult. So I'd be, I think I'd be really, really devastated if that closed. Oh, I, I completely agree. And like, like you're saying, it's just a, a new experience. It's like fully immersive it's not just pre-show ride which pre-shows are wonderful and they're getting more and more elaborate as we Mm -hmm. age especially with the competition with universal as well but i i really like how immersive it is they fully like there's this part this part this part and um again not you're like how did you even get from this part to this part Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I I've definitely looked up videos on how to or how that ride worked. I'm like, wait, how did we do this and end up the same door? What what what? Um, I've mentioned this on other podcasts, but um, my mom when we got off the when we got in the part with the stormtroopers, she thought the ride was over, and she was taking it. Could have been, like, mom, mom, we're gonna go this way. The storyline, and she's like. Oh, I thought it was over. I'm like, no, 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 we're not done. (laughs) It would have been even cool if it did end there, but it keeps going. It keeps going. Oh, my gosh. And And I I will say there is is an attraction that closed that I am still currently devastated by. (gasps) What? What? Which is also going to be one that people, people will probably be like, girl, what? But if you remember back in the 90s at... MGM Studios, they actually had a working animation studio in like where Launch Bay is now in Hollywood Studios. And you used to be able to tour the animation studio. So as we were talking about earlier, art and animation was like my lifelong dream was to be an animator at Disney. So every time we went, I was like, we have to go do the tour. And everybody was like, we did it last time we were here. It's not changed. There's still people back there. (laughs) Like it's the same. And I was 
crushed when they closed it. And then when they got rid of the animation experience when you could actually learn to draw. So when it reopened at animation, um, the animation experience over at Conservation Station in Animal Kingdom, I was ecstatic. So I feel like I've also had like the roller coaster of like devastation of something closing and then a coming back. And then now they do it during like Festival of the Arts. They have that at a couple different times in Epcot over in the America Pavilion. So that's another one that has kind of like died and been revived in a different way that healed a little bit of my heart, but I'm definitely still salty that that is no longer at <laughs> Hollywood Studios. Oh my goodness. Yes. I, I'm a fellow artist as well. And so I, I really love it too. Um, fortunately at Disneyland, they still have it um, in their animation building, but I will say something fun I love to do. And I hope other people do this too. When I go and do the drawing classes and, you know, they give you that big old piece of paper and the big old mm-hmm. like clipboard type thing. I love filling up the whole page as in like, oh. you know, if we're drawing Donald, we're drawing big old beak and some big old yeah. eyes. And so at the very end, when you flip it around to show the artist they're you know, they're commenting, oh, good job, good job. Oh, I like the creativity. And they get to yours and they go, whoa, way to use the page. I love that reaction. So yeah. I call it full page challenge. So if you guys do it, please tag us in. Oh, oh gosh. Next time so I go, full, t- full page <laughs> challenge, I'm going for it. We're going to make it a thing. I haven't done it in quite a while, but full page challenge. Hashtag. (laughs) Amazing. Have you heard of Unlocked Magic through World of DVC? No. What is that? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to send it to you. So quick plug for Unlocked Magic. They are – it's an online community that they have incredible forums and they have links and discounts and all these great things. But one of the things that they've started doing is they do a monthly unlocked animation and they have Jason Zucker, I believe is his last name. He's a Disney animator and he teaches you how to draw different characters. So you can do it right from your own home through Unlocked Magic. During COVID, they had a bunch of YouTube videos that had that. And I remember doing with some of my friends' kids. Yeah. So I'll send you the link to it. It's so fun. We just did the March one, which was Tinkerbell, who I've never drawn before in any of the other um, like classes that I've done. So that was super fun. I love when you get a fun character. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll link those down in the show notes as well. But Kristen, thank you so much for answering all those questions. I love that you got to do Alien Encounter. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But I'm glad it didn't. stresses me out just thinking about it. (laughs) Well, now we'll talk about something a little less stressful and we'll talk about your most magical moment. So I'll let you take it away and share your magic. Yeah. So this story, like I said, is definitely a sentimental one and one that gets me every time I talk about it. So in 2019, we did a family trip. So it was my parents, my brother, my sister, my brother-in-law. She has uh, my niece and then we have she has twin boys. And one of the boys is autistic. And when we were at Magic Kingdom, or really for the whole trip, my sister and brother-in-law had gotten these like temporary tattoos made for him because he's nonverbal and he can bolt. So they put little temporary tattoos on his, like right on his forearm and it had his name and had uh, my sister's name and like, I think her phone number on it. So, you know, God forbid anything happens, 
somebody you know could find him, call my sister, and all would be okay. So he was the only one that you know needed the temporary tattoos. So throughout the trip, we tried to you know this is cool, this is special. So like you know it was like oh Nate, show us your tattoo and show us your tattoo was kind of like the theme of part of the trip. Because, uh, again, we wanted to make sure that he would leave it on. He didn't try to rub it off or scratch it off. Like, it needed to right. stay fully intact. So right. at the end of the first day at Magic Kingdom, we were on our way out, and we were like, let's go stop in. We'll say hi to Mickey on our way out over at the Town Square Theater. And we get in there, and it's it was amazing. We had such a great meet and greet with him. And so my niece, Josie, was right around Mickey's birthday. So her whole class made birthday cards for Mickey, and she brought him – the birthday cards and he was so excited and he wrote her class a little thank you note for her to bring back and uh Mickey was talking to Sam who's Nate's twin it was you know talking to him and Nate had on headphones just because in the park sometimes it's really loud and for especially children on the spectrum it can be a little overstimulating so he had these headphones on and Mickey got down and was talking to him it was really close and he was you know trying to say like he was going to sign something for him and I think Nate was trying to figure out what Mickey was doing. And all of a sudden Mickey started just signing, I love you to him. All of a sudden the whole room is crying because he's looking at him. He's holding his hand saying, I love you. I love you. And Nate was, he was almost kind of like, he like not necessarily came to, but like kind of, it was almost kind of, he was like, wow, like Mickey. And then realized that Mickey was to me, right. Mickey was signing. I love you. So we we're all crying. We're like, Oh, that was it. This is the magic we've been looking for. My sister was like, I can go home now. I am done. (laughs) I'm good. So then that's not even the end of the story. So we leave Magic Kingdom and everybody's like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. We go to Hollywood Studios the next day and we're like, nothing's going to top yesterday. Like we had an amazing day at Magic Kingdom. Mickey was signing to Nate. Like this is like nothing can get better. So we had a little bit of time to kill and the Mickey and Minnie uh, Red Carpet Dreams is my favorite meet and greet because I love Sorcerer Mickey. I love Minnie and like her fancy mini dress. So I was like, yes. let's go do another Minnie and Mickey meet and greet. This will be so fun. And, yes. And do you want to share where it is? Yes. So it's in Hollywood Studios in Disney World. So it's over by like where Star Tours is. So it's over in like that yeah. section of um, of Hollywood Studios. And it's almost kind of like in the back towards the ABC commissary and the sci-fi diner is over in that mm-hmm. area. So it's kind of almost like a little hallway you have to kind of go down to you can, get to this little meet and greet. So it's kind of hidden. Honestly, you can kind of miss it because I've honestly yes. have never done that meet and greet there. Uh, and there's so many times I've seen Sorcerer Mickey and pictures. I'm like, where the heck is that? Like yeah. I've lived here. Where I don't know. Yeah. And Next so time you I go, just, you got to do it. I love them in a sorcerer's outfit, but sorry, continue, continue. (laughs) Yes, it is so, so good. So you go through, you meet Minnie first, and then you go in and you meet Mickey. So so when we get in and you meet Minnie first, and Minnie is in kind of like this old school Hollywood era's kind of vibe. So she has like red, almost like velvet curtains in the background. She's in a really light pink fancy outfit. She's got the long gloves that go up to like her elbow. She has a really pretty bow and... You can always tell this is the red carpet mini because instead of her like typical bow in the middle of her ears, it's off mm-hmm. to the side. Ooh, so that's like, her a little sassy. Bit of a, yeah, a little sassy Ooh. mini vibe. Um, she's got like really cute shoes on. So it gives you kind of like a – almost like a, like a Hollywood red carpet kind of feel, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know what it is about that, but whenever I see her, I'm just like, oh my god, she's so cute. So it just gives you so like a fabulous. whole different, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a fabulous mini vibe. Um, so then from there, you kind of walk through this little hallway, and in the queue while you're waiting before Minnie and then in between Minnie and Mickey, they have all these kind of movie posters that lead you through to where Sorcerer Mickey is. So they'll have all the different characters in them and they're kind of like all these different pictures and kind of like movie posters. And some of them will like move a little bit. So you'll you'll be sitting there waiting and then all of a sudden it starts to move and you kind of see it out of the corner of your eye. And then you'll get to the next one and kind of see all of them move. So even the queue in between them is really, really cute. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know all of this. This is so cool. (laughs) I need to do this immediately. Yes. (laughs) And you'd be surprised because I've seen it where that uh, standby line has been like over an hour for the two of them. So it it can get pretty long, but I think because it's such a great meet and greet. Oh my goodness. So it's it's a secret, but not so secret. Like, Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think it's one of those like, if you know, you know, but once you know, you have to go kind of things. <laughs> Once you know, you have to go. I love that. That should yes. make that a hashtag or something. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, so great. So, so it was funny Mickey. because on our way, at first people were like, oh, like, you know, we already saw Mickey yesterday. And I was like, let's just do it. Like, it's such a fun one. We're going to go. So I get the whole group to go in and we get there. And again, so, you know, Nate didn't have his headphones on that day. It was a little bit quieter every day. So he was, you know, feeling okay. But he had a new temporary tattoo on. And like I said, every time we saw a character, we'd be like, oh, you know, show Mickey your tattoo or show Minnie your tattoo. Just again, kind of make it feel like, you know, something that was special. Because again, we wanted to make sure that it stayed intact and he was able throughout the whole day to keep it on. And I'm like already tearing up just thinking about this. So we get to Mickey and Nate and Sam were in like, you know, matching shirts the whole trip. And all of a sudden, you know, Mickey's like saying hi to the kids and chatting with them. And he gets down really close to Nate and he starts pointing to – Mickey is pointing to Nate's arm. And we were like, oh, he, he must have just like noticed it and just wanted to talk to him and kind of like build the connection. And so we're like, oh, Nate, show Mickey your tattoo. And so Nate holds his arm out and all of a sudden Mickey jumps up and puts his arm out. And we were like, what's happening? And Mickey's like waving his arms, pointing at Nate. And we were like – what is happening? So then he's pointing and he's looking at the character attendant like, ah, you know, waving his hands and he's pointing at him, he's pointing at his head and he's pointing at Nate. And we were like, and everybody's like trying to almost kind of like charades, like what is Mickey trying to say? So we were like, Mm -hmm. somebody's like, oh yeah, he's smart. And like saying all these different things. And he's like waving his hands like, no. And he looks at the character attendant like this with his hands and he's like pointing and he's saying, he was Focus. Pointing, yeah, he was like, yeah, literally like, pay attention. So he's pointing to his chest and then he was pointing to his head and then he was pointing to Nate. And then he started swirling around the kids. And so we were like, what? And uh, my sister, my I, sister's sister, Katie, goes, you remember them? And he, Mickey goes like this, like, yes. And we were like, what? And then he starts pointing, like pointing backwards. So somebody goes, you remember them from yesterday? And Mickey starts like waving his arms and we were all like, holy shit. So now everybody is bawling. So Mickey's going like, yes, yes. And he kept going, I know him. He was was saying, I know them. I know them. And then he was putting his hands like this, like headphones. And then he goes, me and put like, and he was like today, basically saying like today I have my hat on. So everybody is literally hysterical. (laughs) 
Because we were like, we thought like Mickey saying I like signing I love you to Nate yesterday was like the end all be all. And today in a different park, in a totally different Mickey setting, Mickey is telling the kids he remembers them. So mind you, Nate is nonverbal autistic. And as soon as we're like, Nate, Mickey remembers you. He was like, and then Nate gets like really big and all excited. And all three of the kids were like, it was like seeing them just have like the best moment of their life. They literally for years have been like, remember that time Mickey Mouse remembered us? Like they have not forgotten it. (laughs) And we're all like, yes, we all remember it. Don't even talk about it because we're all going to cry because it was just so incredible. And I, I wish we could know who the people were, like the cast members that day, because they made such an incredible like experience for all our whole family, but really for Nate from, again, signing I love you to like actually making like Nate was the person that made the connection for that, for Mickey to say like, I remember them. I remember these kids. I remember this family. And we just like, you can't beat that. You know what I mean? Like just again, kind of like that's pure Disney magic of how all of that comes together. And the pictures that we have, it's one of those stories too that like, I feel like sometimes if you hear it, you'd be like, did that really happen? Like we have the whole thing on video and I'll send you the video after we're done recording because it's just wild. But like Sam, his twin is like holding on to Mickey and has this smile that's literally from like, eyeball to eyeball because he was just so excited and Josie his older sister was like Nate Mickey remembers you like it was just so special from top to bottom like the the character attendants were crying we were all crying and the kids were just like we don't know why everybody's crying but like this is so cool like Mickey remembers us so it was it was incredible I still have no idea what kind of pixie dust was spread that day or like that whole trip to make all of that happen. But it was, it was incredible. And I will say, I think it's a perfect example of why if you go either, especially with kids, or if you go to any character meet and greet, like film the experience because you will catch some of those things that you will remember for the rest of your life and you can cherish for the rest of your life. For example, like earlier that previous day at Magic Kingdom, we actually were running around Fantasyland and out of nowhere, Peter Pan pops up and goes up to Sam, the other twin, and was like, you want to play hide and seek? And Sam's like, yeah. And he looks at his mom and goes, can I play hide and seek with Peter Pan? And my sister was like, (laughs) sure. So they're like running between, you know, like those arches where like sometimes the stepsisters are in Fantasyland right in front of Friar's Nook. So he's like holding hands with Peter Pan and they're like running around and like playing hide and seek. And we have the whole thing on video. And it was one of those things where like, you almost have to be ready that like magic can happen at any point in your trip. It could be a scheduled meet and greet. It could be a random magical moment that happens. And again, if you have it, a picture, a video, something, I still go back and watch all of those videos when I just either I need a good cry or sometimes I'm just like, I just need like, I'm like, I just need a good vibe moment for a second. Like I will go watch Sam running around with Peter Pan or them meeting Mickey and Mickey signing I love you or them seeing like Mickey actually remember them the next day. Like there are just so many incredible moments that'll happen at Disney that 
I just can't explain how they happen. And I feel like if I didn't have them on video, I'd probably be like, I might have dreamt that. I don't know if that actually happened. Right. It's so like magical. They're like that. It's too good to be true. I, I there's no video mm-hmm. evidence. Like, and yeah. I love that he didn't wear the headphones the second day, so Mickey didn't. It took a sec to register, and probably the excitement of Mickey of just being like, yeah. "No, no, no! I remember them from yesterday with the headphones and the 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 tattoo and stuff." Like, yeah. Oh my goodness! Like. That is incredible. And yeah. for you to be like, no, we should go see Mickey again. Like something magical came over you. Yeah. Like to be like, no, we need to go see it. This is a cool meet and greet. Like, let's try this. Like, yeah. Oh and something God. too, like those temporary tattoos that like when we talked about it, my sister was like, we're going to do this. This is going to be really important. So it was like a safety concern and accessibility concern and inclusivity concern, right? All these things that like we really needed almost like tactically for the trip to be successful and for everybody to feel comfortable actually led to one of the most incredible moments that could have ever happened ever for us, right? Like, so even just thinking about that too, like you have to make the right decisions for you, for your kids, for your family, for your group. And again, because when we got there, we wouldn't have had any idea, right? But Mickey knew because Mickey pointed right to Nate's arm. And so like those kinds of things, like, cast members make such a great experience because they pay attention to those things. And kind of like what you and I were talking about on a podcast we just recorded for my show, all of those things, creating those moments and actually taking the time to have the experience, that's actually where the magic is for a lot of people. It's not like a free this or a free that. It's finding those moments where you really connect with someone. And that's one of the things that I've talked with a lot of people about, especially the last couple of years. I'd be curious if you have a similar experience where a lot of people are like, the magic's gone or it's not the same anymore. And I'm like, I I hear you. It is different. And there are things that have changed. But Mm -hmm. if you're looking for the magic in a free fill in the blank or getting on a ride faster, you're not looking for the right magic. Because the magic really is that experience that you have with your group or the cast members or just the experience of watching Happily Ever After now that it's back at Magic Kingdom, right? Like those those are the things to me that make Disney so special and bring that magic. And I will do that all day, every day, any day over anything else. Oh my goodness. That is so beautiful. And like you said, it, people are saying the magic's gone. And I think you make such a good point with if you're looking for the free stuff or that to happen, you're not looking in the right places because it is those connections and those moments that you make. And it really yeah. does come from cast members. And so I think the the company should appreciate their employees and all the work 100%. that they do because I think if they are getting treated well, they'll be performing better and they, mm-hmm. they'll they put their heart and soul into the job. You don't work for Disney because you need a job. You yeah. work because you love the company or you have the nostalgia. And so and, then and you know the impact to- that you have on the people that go to the parks. Yes. And then you'll create magical moments and remember the guests out of the millions you've already met that same day or the day before. Mm-hmm. And like they'll make magical like. That is just so beautiful. And I'm like trying to hold back tears. And I'm like, that is so pretty. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And I think it also is another one too where a lot of people say like, oh, like haven't you met Mickey like a thousand times? 
Or like, haven't you done all these meet and greets? And I was like, yeah, but I'm here for a different reason this trip. I'm, you know, sometimes I'll go and do, you know, hold my medals with after a run Disney race. Or when you go with your, you know, my niece and nephews, like it's a different experience. And every cast interaction is going to be different. Every character meet and greet is going to be different. So that would be something else I would suggest to people too, as someone who's had some like really amazing character meet and greets. Even if you've met Mickey a thousand times, still go say hi. Even if it's quick and you just go take a picture or you just want to go up and give Pluto a hug or you just want to go up and give Chip and Dale a high five, do it. Because again, those little those little moments can be where some really incredible magic happens. Oh my goodness. That is so beautiful. Is there anything else you'd like to share about that story before we close out? Or um, yeah, this is... I think that's it. I mean, like I said, it's a story that I feel like we'll live on an infamy in our in our family, um, and I have a I have a reel on Instagram that that shares it. But I'll share the whole video with you so you can see it because it's yes. it's again it's one of those things that like if I didn't have a video of it, I would potentially feel like it was a dream because it was right that right. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you for sharing such that that magical moment with all of yeah. us and. Um, just a reminder, where can people follow along all your adventures? And again, we'll link everything down in the show notes as well. Yeah. So you can follow our podcast on Instagram at living the KG life and you can subscribe and follow on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. We have new episodes every Monday and we always say stick around. It's going to be great because it will be. So hopefully you'll come hang and you'll listen to the episode that we had Morgan on. We had our first of two. So spoiler alert, we'll have Morgan back to talk about this podcast as well and kind of where it came from and how how she shares her own magic. So come check it out. And again, she's got a lot of exclusive content from myself. And again, you interview other magical makers and shops. And if you guys like this podcast, you'll definitely love her podcast. So Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing such a personal magical moment with your family and with all of us. Thanks so much for having me. This was so fun. 